Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your almost witty hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by the department spokesperson, Chris Gouts. Chris, you guys had a really cool event last week up in Mount Pleasant. I can't believe I just said that word, but I did. It looked like a very, very nice event. And what's cool is, you know, for, for Pro and Probation Agent Week, or better known as PPPS Week, you know, we, we go around and we get a lot of agents talking about the job, what they like about it, what the job uh, means to them, helping people. And we did the same thing for CFA. It's You, you guys were able to talk to quite a few administrative assistants in, in CFA and kind of get their take on the job, uh, what it means to them. And I think, th- I think these are, to me, these are fun podcasts, right? To, to talk to the staff who actually do the job, because we say it a thousand times, but we, we have some great staff out there. And it's fun to, it's fun to get out and, and talk to them. I, I wasn't there, obviously, but it was, it was a pretty cool event, wasn't it? Yeah, that's why it was such a fun time. <laughs> well done. <laughs> but no, yeah, we, it was. It was a really great event. This is the second time we've ever had an, a conference for the AAs. And overwhelmingly, you know, they really appreciated having it. They do so much for the department. They do so many uh, varying activities. We, we put together a list of more than 80 different job roles and responsibilities that some of these AAs have around the state. They're kind of the catch-all uh, in the department. And so there's a lot that they do and that we brought them in to, to learn about. So we had uh, folks from legal and audits and uh, death notifications and all sorts of communication. There's a, a, a wide array of things that they do. And we brought, uh, I don't know, maybe half dozen or so of them came out during the breaks of the conference to talk about what they like about their job, how they got into corrections. And so we want to play a little bit of that for you, including from uh, the AA at WCC, because that was one of the facilities. When I was preparing for this conference, I found that we had about f- we had five facilities that have never had a staff person on the podcast. So we wanted to make sure we reached out to as many of those to get their voices on, at least today. Um, but then we want to, going forward, we want to make sure we can find some stories or programs that are going on at their facilities because we want everybody to be involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're going to nick a couple of those off today. But uh, Paul, you'll, you'll hear, makes a little bit of a joke about uh, how he joined the department. And, and you'll hear it's a joke because you'll also hear the AA at uh, MTU, Matt Mates, <laughs> fills in with the laughter at the end. You'll, you'll, <laughs> yeah, for those who know Matt, you'll recognize that. So good job, Matt, for <laughs> making sure that we all knew that that was his deadpan humor. Yeah, and you know we're and we're glad that uh, you'll hear his joke, but we're glad that he did join uh, the MDOC team for sure. Right. And, uh, and Brenda Plum uh, from up in uh, the UP, uh, she was, she's not an AA, but she came down to fill in for somebody who couldn't be there. And we also recorded an interview like her. I don't know what it's about the UP, but uh, you know, Kevin, I, we tried several times to get him on. The audio never worked. It kept crashing or dying. And, and Brenda's, her file didn't work out as well either. So we apologize to Brenda that her audio didn't make it, but I guess we should probably just get into. Uh, well, before you do that though, Chris, you, you know, what my official title is, right? Uh, not anything I could say. And... It's, a, <laughs> it's an AA. So I didn't get my invite to your to your conference. This was, was a CFA thing. Oh, okay. You yeah. said AA, so I was I was wondering if my invitation got lost in the mail or how, how I. Well, it probably did if they, if it yeah, but no, only uh, well we brought healthcare's AA over at Norma Kello, the AA that you know your uh, version yeah your counterpart in uh, CFA but yeah we maybe we need to have a FOA AA conference to just be like you and me well, going yeah, to Mount Pleasant. Me then, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I eagerly await my invitation next year to your to your <laughs> conference, Chris. But more importantly, let's get to uh, the people who actually count. My name's Eric Smith. I am the administrative assistant at the Oaks Correctional Facility, and I am coming up on 32 years in the department. 
basically I had bounced around in the private sector for a little while, needed something that was a little less, uh, believe it or not, strenuous um, and a little bit more stable. So to raise a family, the department was a good, good choice for that. I like the diversity about my job. I like being able to be involved in all aspects of the facility. I, I like being the go-to person. I like being the answer guy for the facility. And believe it or not, I like dealing with, with the public. You know, that's something that I kind of pride myself in, that I can deal with people. When they're calling me, some of them are in their darkest day, you know, when they call. It's, you know, doom and gloom. And probably, you know, 90, 95% of the time, you know, they're thanking me at the end instead of yelling at me. My name is Kimberly Napier. I work at the G. Robert Cotton Correctional Facility, and I've been with the MDOC for 26 and a half years. I have a criminal justice degree from Michigan State University. Started as a correction officer, and then I uh, became a assistant resident unit supervisor. And then I worked for uh, reentry. I was a reentry coordinator at that facility. And then I left and worked for FOA for community corrections as a grant coordinator. And then I returned to the facility, and now I am the administrative assistant, and I've been in that position for five years. I love my role because of the many different partnerships that we have, not just with our own agency, but outside of our agency. Uh, Paul Schreiber. I'm an admin assistant or at WCC. I've been with the department for about 12 years. I got in the wrong recruitment line at the local college. Kind of what happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the department, I've been a sergeant, lieutenant, and then from lieutenant I got promoted to an um, admin assistant. I like the fact that being an admin assistant, I can have a say in all facets of the operation at the facility. I can be involved with custody, business, health care, and so forth. So I like that challenge of being able to have my input with the operation in all those areas. Conference is going good. It's learning a lot of uh, interesting aspects and especially how we fit into the department. Colleen Rudd. I've been with the MDOC for 20 years and I work at the Charles Egler Reception and Guidance Center. I came to the MDOC because of the benefit packages that it provided um, with annual leave, sick leave and then medical coverage. As the administrative assistant, I like that it's new every day. I never know what's going to cross my desk on any given day. And to face each one of the new priorities is challenging and I like that. My name is Herb Price. I am the administrative assistant at Cooper Street correctional facility and special alternative incarceration, SAI, and I have a little over 23 years with the department. There's many things I like about my job. I like the fact that I deal with several different areas within the uh, correctional facility. Don't just deal with offenders. Uh, I deal with litigation. I deal with FOIA. I deal with uh, court systems. So it kind of gives me a well-rounded impression of the department and the different things that we do within the department. Actually, a friend of mine who worked in corrections, and he said it's definitely a good career. You're a state employee and uh, seems to have paid off pretty well so far. I definitely like the direction the department is headed in. When I first started, of course, it was more so just discipline. But over the years, it's kind of progressed to more preparing the offenders for when they get out, changing their way of thinking with different types of programs. Uh, when I first started, 
they just, it seemed like offenders were just in programs that had nothing to do with their criminal history. Just keep them busy, have them in something so they can show the parole board. But now it seems like program is more geared towards their particular thinking and their particular crime. And also it fulfills some soft skills and job skills that they'll need when they get out. Russ Rucka, Administrative Assistant of the Department of Corrections for 20 years. Well, I started as a corrections officer and I uh, was looking for the stability of the job. I was looking for a challenge and a career. And uh, it's one of the best moves I've ever made in my life. What I really enjoy about the job is the, the diverse range of uh, tasks that I have, problems that I have to help figure out how to, to, to correct it or uh, to find a, a resolution for the problem. It's been great to bring all the AAs together and uh, talk about common obstacles that we have and bounce them off each other and uh, it's been really good. My name is David Went. I work at Gus Harrison Correctional Facility. I've been employed with the DOC for 25 years. Well, I was getting out of college. I had a degree in criminal justice and I want to do something in that related field. Took an MSP test and uh, I'm still waiting for them to call me back. But the DOC sent me an application because I went for that test. I thought, yeah, why not? 25 years later, I haven't regretted it. The one thing that I really like about my job is that I've had several I've been able to move around, do a lot of different assignments, um, work at different facilities, meet tons of people. The opportunities that are available, never ending. Well, Chris, that was fun. It's nice to hear from uh, a lot of our staff about what the job uh, means to them, kind of what they do on a daily basis, because I'm not sure that everybody you know, understands what uh, NAA inside a facility actually does. So it's nice to hear from them firsthand and kind of get a glimpse of their jobs on a daily basis. Moving on, you know, we had some um, some big events that happened a couple weeks ago and yeah. one not so big, a couple r- really big uh, <laughs> events that we did preview uh, a couple weeks back on a podcast that was the, the pistol shoot, which, which happened down in Jackson. I'm, I'm sure you can give the results of that. We had the Chad Tough 5K down at Cotton where Chief Justice Bridget McCormick, she actually ran the 5K with the prisoners. And then another event that happened that Friday that uh, we'll, we'll, we'll move on from, Chris. So go, go ahead and talk about <laughs> all the events that happened. Yeah, so uh, those three events, like you said, we, we, we previewed them, but then we didn't get to actually report the results of them because we had to tape the next week's podcast early before any of these things had happened. So we promised we'd get back to it uh, this week and let you know how all those turned out. The uh, pistol shoot was uh, awesome. It was a great event. Again, yet again, uh, MDOC team did better than last year. They finished in second place. We still have been unable to uh, defeat uh, MSP, but uh, their time is coming. I know that our team is getting better. They have more training. Uh, the, the team looks great. I love what they're doing. They're, they're raising a lot of money. They're having some great fundraisers. You know, They look so professional in their, in their shirts. You can tell how much time and care our team puts into it compared to all the other agencies around the state when you're, when you're there. It's just a really fun event. So I always look forward to going to that. And the fact that nobody asked me to shoot. Uh, it's just a good like, thing. Just like when they don't ask me to golf uh, in the Director's Cup, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, but then also we had, like you said, the 5K with uh, Chief Justice Bridget McCormick, friend of the pod. And that went really, really well. It was a fun, fun day. It was a fun way to spend a Saturday. We had some media there. The only thing, the only hiccup was that somebody and i don't know who so i can't out them but somebody had measured the running track and determined that 18 laps 
was a 5K, which I believe was like 3.1, 3.2-ish miles. The Chief Justice's husband had a pedometer (laughs) on his wrist. I see where this is going. And (laughs) and realized that at the 12-lap mark, uh, they had hit the 5K status. And she said, no, we got to keep going because Chris said it was 18 laps. And so they ran 18 laps, which according to his pedometer was, was, five, <laughs> was five miles. So we think what might have happened is that somebody uh, in the department didn't understand that a 5K meant oh. not five miles. It was a different u- unit of measurement. The metric system uh, clearly didn't get past somebody. But uh, that was okay because it was good fun. She She kind of joked. Uh, she was on another podcast where they, they talked about that, and she had a really good time. But no, it was a great event. The prisoners raised $2,000 for Chad Tuff, which is an outstanding organization. Mm-hmm. And what was really cool, too, was that Jason Carr was there, uh, and he talked about the fact that when they did this last year, there was one story that was written about it, the, the SIP hat, and the Jackson Citizen Patriot wrote a story about it. And he said, ever since that story came out, I've had more people come up to me and ask me about Chad Tuff because of that story than I've done with anything else. And they do huge galas and fundraisers. John Beeline, all the big U of M head honchos well, you go should there. Explain who Jason Carr is. Jason Carr is, is the father of, of Chad. Of, right? of Chad, yep. Yeah. And Chad's uh, grandfather was Lloyd Carr, uh, the national championship winning coach uh, for U of M football team. But he said at least once a week, if not more, somebody comes up to him ever for, so for the last year. Every week, somebody's been coming up to him and asking him about this, and it's done so much to raise awareness about you know the disease and the way to raise funds to help combat it uh, because of this. And I think now, with all the media that we had there a couple weeks ago, I think that's going to grow even more. And so uh, it was a really great event. And in the next edition of the Corrections Connection newsletter, Holly was there as well. And so she's going to be writing the cover story for next month's uh, edition. So there's uh, more there that she'll be able to learn about, including a really cool connection with Carson City. So we'll have more about that in the newsletter. So I encourage everybody to make sure that they uh, read uh, that article when Holly uh, gets that done in the next edition. You know, that's really cool to think that a, a chief justice from the Michigan Supreme Court, Jason Carr, you know, he's royalty in Ann Arbor with, with Father Lloyd Carr being famous football coach, come to a prison and run with prisoners who are, you know, raising money for this this terrible disease. Who would have thought that would ever happen, right? What yeah. an awesome event. And what was even more interesting because i'd never met jason before but oh man does he sound exactly like his dad really whenever i heard him talk i thought lloyd Carr was standing behind me <laughs> it was uncanny and then i found out and i know you'll love this mm-hmm. when we were talking in the in the warden's conference room afterwards that jason carr is a former uh, cmu assistant football coach oh. and he was an assistant coach the years that i was attending uh cmu so we had another great connection well, you know, great guy. I knew he was a great guy. I'll, I'll let yeah, I'll let I'll let that slide. It's okay. He's not there anymore, so uh, it's totally fine. But you know, the, the, kudos to the prisoners too down there. Step up, run. You know, get get involved in this uh, this great event. So just yeah. all around awesome stuff and awesome people involved in all this. So. I think that was it, wasn't it, Chris? Well, there was this other matter called the Director's Cup. No, I, I think we talked about that already, didn't we? No, I don't think we did. Uh, and I know the CFA has been interested in hearing how that turned out. I was getting some texts and some messages asking uh, how that was going from other people who couldn't make it that day. But yeah, it was the uh, the fifth uh, annual Director's Cup that was tied 2-2. Two to two. FOA had been holding on to the uh, cup. Uh, but I don't think it's in uh, Director, Deputy Director Marlon's office anymore. I think it's now sitting in Deputy Director McKee's office because... CFA uh, ended up winning the title back. I know that there's some uh, some acrimony about some some late arrival teams and some other. Some, it's, it's, it's an asterisk win. FOA feels there's an asterisk that, mm-hmm. that involves uh, going on this year's, but I don't know that that's going to be chiseled onto the trophy. I think you're just going to have to <laughs> suck it up and realize that you lost and uh, you have to practice and get ready for next year. But yeah, CFA won the day. And so they will retain the cup until uh, until next year. So we'll look forward to seeing if FOA can uh, win it back. That's right. You know, overall, it's it's just a fun day to get. Yeah. There's a there's a ton of 
DOC staff that participate in this event. And it's just, it's just really, it's just a really fun time to get to, get to see everybody, get to meet new people. You know, the, the weather held off for the most part throughout the day, which, which was, it was calling for rain all day, but it didn't. So it's just a, it's just a really nice event and it's just a fun day with a lot of cool MDOC folks. So glad to see that you didn't golf, Chris. Maybe I'll golf for CFA next time just to help you out. You say that every year, but you, you, you don't. So maybe next year you really will. But uh, no, cool event. Congrats to CFA. I say that uh, with a smile on my face. Not really, but um, we'll, we'll be back at it next year and uh, bring the cup back to FOA. So I know we're getting a little long, but I, I know we, I'd be remiss if we didn't mention the uh, really awesome event we had on Friday with a very, very special guest, Governor Whitmer came to our officer graduation. It was her first time going to one of our graduations, and I think it was great for her to see the fact that every quarter we're bringing, you know, roughly 200 new officers into the fold. And so she got up and uh, she took some time when we first got there. She went around and and met some of the staff, the training staff, the wardens, and spoke uh, during the graduation about... uh, the, the, the importance of public service and how much she appreciated all the work that you know they're going to be doing to help keep the state safe and understanding too that they have a very difficult job she plugged the wellness unit as did i think just about everybody on the stage so lynn gorski got a lot of shout outs about four plugs that, that, that day yeah. <laughs> maybe they heard she was a friend of the pot they wanted to make sure that they were connected <laughs> to her in some way rub, rub off on that so but no it was it was really awesome to have her there i hope that we can have her there again and maybe the lieutenant governor down the road it was a really great surprise i talked to some of the officers and, and other folks and the family members there afterwards and they were all just really uh tickled that that you know that the governor took time out of her very busy schedule uh, to come and uh, and take time to talk with them. So that was really, really cool. And she got to get a picture with Denise. Well, I was going to say, you, the, the, the class namesake was huge FOA legend and friend of the pod is uh, Denise Salisbury, who retired back in October. Well. Yeah, that she, yep, she started off as an officer in the 70s. Yeah, yes. one of the first female officers there there was in the state. So what a, what a great class. Denise was there, gave an awesome speech. It was nice to see her, and, and, and the governor shows up, so it doesn't get much better than that. No, and, and we got to talk with Denise a little bit afterwards, and, you know, you never know. Like, I'm sure it's always an honor. I mean, we've had a lot of classes named after a lot of people, but she was talking to somebody afterwards, and she said, you know, if you ever get a class named after you, it's a really cool thing. Yeah. And like she was really touched and it really meant a lot to her. And so you, you hope when you do something like that, that it does mean something. I think, you know, Director Washington picks a lot of really great people to have their classes named after, but this one really mattered to Denise. And it was, it was really great to see that and, and how much she was really uh, moved uh, by the honor of having it named after. No, for sure. And uh, la- last plug, because this Friday is Chris, drumroll. UP Rec Day. That's right. So huge numbers coming. That's good. The UP deserves. Uh, their own rec day you know it, it's tough i know it's tough to get down here for a lot of the the staff up there it is a long distance so it's very nice that the department is going to have a, a rec day for them there's a lot of the standard events that we have at, at rec days there's a couple new events like softball hopefully everybody has a great time this friday and uh yeah and uh so i, I lied it wasn't the final thing chris yeah um this past we're weekend keep it going we're gonna keep going there was a huge event and it was not our event no it wasn't it was not a, one of our employees that was the miss michigan pageant chris the winner sad that i missed it the winner of of miss of the miss michigan pageant was a lovely lady out of i believe southfield and did you know chris she just happens to work for the mdoc that's awesome yeah do do you know do you you know we're talking about here i do uh, chanel johnson yeah uh, brock uh dietrich uh, i think texted me about that let me know and uh yeah it was great yeah, everybody there was really, really proud of her and very cool. And I think as long as we can pull it off, because she's very big, she's very big time now. But oh yeah, I'd love to get her on the podcast and talk about her platform and and uh, and what it was like to to win. So yeah, she's she's an agent. She's an agent, Oakland County at the Troy Probation Office, and uh, 
yeah, I think that'd be cool to uh, have her talk about the experience and how she got involved. I, th- I think it's awesome. But you know, huge kudos to Agent Johnson over in uh, over in Troy Probation for being the the current Miss Michigan. That's uh, pretty impressive. Anything else you got, Chris? We can. I think probably uh, should uh, wrap think, this up, huh? Yeah, I think we got like three pages of stuff here that we went through, and I think that's. I think people are probably tired of hearing us talk okay. for for another week. Well, I know I am. So uh, make sure that uh, you tune in next week to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. As always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account at MDOC FOA and the CFA account at MDOC CFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays. Until next time, thanks for tuning in to Field Days Podcast.